Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Literally, like so you what said, they fucking show seven out of then? the eight minutes is him in the studio saying, yummy, 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 La yummy, bonita, yummy. queda te pasa. <laughs> <laughs> and then There's you're like, he writes his own song in Spanish. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. If you're enjoying the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast, which I really hope you are, and I'm assuming that's why you're here, then please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. That is the most helpful and supportive and loving thing you can do for the podcast. So like I said, go to Apple Podcasts, rate it five stars, write a little titty bitty, and let me know that you did, and I will give you a big virtual hug. So Ariel's here to talk some good old celebrity gossip, talk a little bit about The Bachelor, which we haven't discussed even. We have like very like briefly we discussed it. Well, I had some good guests lately, so we we haven't been able to record this kind of a pod. True, true. Wait, so have we not talked about it since episode one? Like we haven't gone through who we love, who we like aren't so into. The Bachelor, you mean? Yeah. Who do we love? No, but I'm saying like we haven't talked about the contestants. I don't think so. Okay. Bachelor Nation, say what? Oh my God, no way. Oh, 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 oh my God. I mean, if we really want to start with The Bachelor, the main thing I can say is that I've been duped by uh, Victoria... Both Victorias, actually. We don't know if the second Victoria. Wait, let's say which one's which. I don't know. Victoria, Victoria Let's say the Victoria the Blonde and Victoria the Brunette. Okay, fine. Okay, Victoria the Brunette seemed really real, really quirky. She's the one that actually walked in and said something about like being wet or something. In the oh, it was inappropriate. Yeah, but she like couldn't get through with the joke because she's like so giggly and cute, and um, she always had this like sexy but tint of like a little awkward and a little this and that and then uh, the first time that she got a lot of heat was when there was that like fashion show thing and she was like so nervous that she was gonna black out on stage but then proceeded to like be super sexy kiss like french peter in the middle yeah and i still liked her and 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 instagrammed about it but people were like where are you on twitter because on twitter all this shit is going around that she's actually a model so she's full of shit she's full of shit b uh she apparently has a really bad reputation for like dating married men or something we don't know that though do we Baby, people do, have what do i say about i know rumors? i know you say rumors are true usually true they're usually true. Yeah. So it's coming from somewhere. She yeah. mu- she must have broken up like a marriage or two for that. Like no one's going around saying you're breaking up marriages. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody cares about me. <laughs> <laughs> but and and speaking of that, people, you know what? You guys are the fools because these Hannah motherfucking Ann has five hundred thousand followers. Yeah, we went through through this the other day and we were looking at like Bachelor contestants in the past that made it like really far were like the second to last or like got proposed to, and they are not even up to a million. I.e., 
i.e. Vanessa Grimaldi, who is like so loved in Bachelor Nation. Like I'm not she's, sure she's so loved anymore, babe. She had a really weird like help I suck at dating, like where she would record from Canada on like her phone and it was like really bad. And then the awkward like Jared and Ashley, I didn't invite her to their wedding. So I think she's like had a good reputation because she works with like special needs and like whatever. But she, I'm saying on the show, she was really popular. Like she was. How she much was, does Rachel Lindsay have? Less than a million two no, and she was a bachelorette. I, I know, but that's. That's what I'm saying. Like, did you watch Vanessa Grimaldi's? Mm-hmm. You watched next season? Mm-hmm. Like, she was one of the loved ones in that season. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody loved her. Everybody knew yeah, she we was saw from her. day one. Yeah. From day one. So it's the same kind of thing as Maddie and Hannah Ann, but they're already up to 500 Because the world, like, isn't coming down. Like, they're, the world they're not coming is down. accelerating. Like, we talked about Hannah B as has 2.6 million or something. Cassie and Colton have over 2 million followers. Tyler fucking C, which I can't say his name without vomiting. Even though I'm sure that a million and a half of his followers have realized the thirst monster that he is, they still want to see what he's up to. Right. I'm included in those fucking people. Will I can't you get, follow him? I can't get my... I need to know what he's doing, even though I have to be honest. He's not that interesting. He's not that interesting. And when a lot of my followers know that I despise him, send me like more thirsty videos. He gets on comments by celebs all the time because he literally comments on mad people's photos. He commented on Jennifer uh, Garner's photo, something That's like sad. I'd swipe right when she put up the like LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Instagram tinder thing so he's really also like trying to so when people send me that kind of shit it's like yeah it's annoying but it's already like old you know what i mean and i feel like he's gonna fizzle out except um he's having a new show come out on the quibi sounds like the dumbest thing ever i'm sorry called barkature because he's like an art is he an architect or something? I don't know. By profession? All I know is from, he's from Juniper, Florida. That's no, but he's like I a know. contractor or something. So oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. So he's doing a show called Barkature Building Homes for Dogs on the Quibi Network. And I have to say, like, good going. Like, Do you know the Quibi Network? No. I don't oh. even know if it's like a streaming thing. I don't know. If, <laughs> literally, he put up this post and I thought I was having a stroke, like, that I couldn't read. Like... Barkature and Quibi. I was like, what? <laughs> like, what does any of these words mean? Like, <laughs> but you just said it so like naturally. Because, I'm like, does anybody because, know? Because who I had to is? reread it seventeen thousand <laughs> times to make sure everything was okay. Thank God everything's okay. But so I'm saying, like, obviously great for him. I'm just trying to think, like, even for me, like, how I would feel about writing that post. Like, I have a new show, and then to say it's about building homes for dogs on Quibi would feel a little weird. Yeah. But he's going to take anything that he can, that thirsty thirst monster. Okay, even though I would never be as thirsty as him, like, I would take the opportunities. Why not? You know, like, of course take the opportunity, but, like, he's... But the reason I hate on Tyler Cameron is because of his personality. Yes. No, I agree with that. He has a he has an annoying personality. At least that's what it seems like on Instagram. Um, He has annoying eyebrows. I don't know how I didn't notice that before. And he's not at all all who he was on her season that's what i was gonna say like the fact that he's a completely different person that's that's the worst thing like people didn't really love nick vile and we've talked about this before but like he's the same like arrogant you know intellectual like i think i'm better than you um but i'm a little smart and have abs so like it's okay person that he is that he wasn't every single bachelor show he was on that he is in real life. Yeah. Tyler made us think he was a Paul Newman reincarnate. And we were all rooting for him. Like, it's so hard to even remember. One of my followers, once I put up something hateful about him, and one of my followers was like, didn't you used to love him? And then I posted it, and I was like, no. And then I had to be like, wait, I, I did. Yeah. Like, on no, the we show, were I did. So for Tyler, we wanted him to win. So yes, Tyler sees a thirst monster. And I think what bothers us the most is that he isn't kind of who he was on the shows. And most people are, like we said, Nick Vile, you know, Hannah B is the same Hannah she was on the shows yeah. that she is in real life. So I think he, Peter, you know, Pilot Pete is the same. We could say the same about Colton even. Like a lot of people, we yeah. could say the same that you, like their personality is the same. They're yeah. the same type of person. Tyler C is like dating Baby Stassi or Stassi Baby. Yeah. Like, he's not the uh, same person. I think person. that fizzled out, but yeah. Whatever. But, yeah. like, it's just not, it's just... 
Yeah, stay away, stay away. Stay away. Um, but anyway, read this season, uh, like we were talking about, obviously, you know, social media just continues to grow and so are the number of followers that these contestants get. And like we already know, they probably go into these shows wanting that, knowing that. That's all they want. That's probably what they want. Hannah Ann, for example, I think had like 200K though before she even went on. Oh, she did? Uh, maybe not 200, maybe, I don't know. She ha- She was trying to be a, she's like a model. I know, so is McKenna. She's an influencer. That's her <laughs> job. And even like Maddie, and you know who I think No, the Maddie only- isn't. Maddie wasn't. No, she wasn't, but like, why is, why is the 22-year-old on the show? But she said, but I kind of like, but she's my, I mean, I hate, I, I don't like anyone no, no, I and I like Ma- Maddie. She's the cutest one. But you know who I really think wasn't there for the following and like you're gonna think this is like but the attorney kelly even though we were not so like into her yeah she i think she really is there for peter because they met before and like she would and they probably had sex before and like i really do feel like like she like they don't show her a lot you barely see her face i don't think she like really is a bachelor person. Yeah. But she is there for for Peter. Yeah. I really do think so. Okay. No, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. But definitely those twenty two year olds that, you know, their title and their when they do confessionals is like model or Instagram influ- blogger or yeah. whatever, it's like, give me a fucking break. Yeah. So anyway, like I said, Maddie or Madison is a Ma- Maddie. I think they call her Maddie. Maddie Rose. Um, <laughs> they had a really big connection. You could tell from their first date when he took her weirdly to her parents' vow uh, renewals, which looked completely, you know, for the show. Even though his parents are very cute, but she's kind of feels like the. The most like innocent, I don't know, I'm buying it for now. I'm buying her what she's selling. I'm definitely buying it. But I also, I think that like she's my fave, but like the dates have been so awful. Every date ends in like somebody performing and them dancing around people and it's just getting old. Like that's been his every date. He did that. I don't remember with who, and then this past weekend, and then I think another time, no. and it's just First like— First of all, let's start this discussion by saying it's a really bad season so far. Yeah. It's really boring, and, um, you know, I always watch The Bachelor when I'm doing something else, too. Like, I'm, like, working <laughs> or I'm whatever, and I'm still, like— Board. And then they'll have drama. You know, they had Champagne Gate. Um, this time they had a huge drama. Alaya. Alaya. About Alaya. Like, who? Listen, Bachelor producers, we don't give a shit about the people yet. We don't know them that well. Yeah. We're not in the final few episodes. We're down to the final four and we find out that Jed is a motherfucker who has a girlfriend and whatever. Like, we're on the third episode. We don't, ca- we don't know who Alaya is. Like, we don't care, <laughs> you know, if Victoria. Victoria, um, who, by the way, has a new face, Victoria the Blonde. I put it up on my oh. Instagram. She looks like she was my favorite in the first episode. Like, she kind of looked like, oh, she seems sweet, whatever. She also has, like, a do-goody job, right? She's she's a nurse. But then I saw old photos of her, and I saw that she's completely, like, different. also looks entirely different. And also, like, she seems kind of weird. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's like kind of the whole thing with Alea saying she doesn't know her and then like getting mad at Peter that he like brought her back and being like, well, they're Peter, both don't talk to me right now. Oh, Peter. Oh, oh. They're both clearly there for the wrong reasons, which is why they lied about it in the first place, which is why, like, they're both there to be famous. They don't really care about Peter. That's it. You know what I mean? I could never be a lead on that show with real intentions because like, it's just so, like, I'm just thinking about, you know, I'm trying to get in the mindset of these girls and I'm not saying Peter they're wrong. Do you think Peter is out there to get to, to, to fall in love? Like, really? I don't know. He's Did Peter- so, like, sad all the time. I kind of, like, believe him. I don't think, I think, like, yeah, I think. Of course, Peter, the I pilot, think- can walk into a bar and pick up, like, a hot girl right. and doesn't need the show, obviously. Peter, the pilot, likes the opportunity and who wouldn't who wouldn't but i'm saying like he's not really there to find love if it happens that's great if it doesn't that's fine like peter isn't trying to be an instagram influencer either because he's a pilot i know he's not gonna not be a pilot he's gonna not be a pilot he's not gonna not be a pilot you think he's gonna keep flying delta yeah after the show hell no do you know how hard it's gonna be when the whole world is stopping you on your way to your flight and when you're on the plane they don't see you they see and but when you're on let's uh, put place about right now i say he keeps being a pilot 
it. I say he doesn't. I say he flies maybe like once a year. <laughs> like he's not going to fly. I say he's going to be a pilot. Full time, you think he's going to be a pilot? He doesn't. He's Babe, not gonna have you that have time. To have a job. What do you mean he's not gonna have time? What are What are they what doing? What do you mean you have to have a job? Does any bachelor contestant have a job? No. Now I really don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Does Ari any, has a job? You know who has a job? Ari. Okay. Ari may have a job. It might. Yeah. Whatever. You know who else? The only other person I can think of is Tia. She's still a physical therapist. Aww, other than that, I uh, like Tia. I love Tia. Other than that, none of them work. And Raven has her shop, Grace Suede. None of them work. Ariel with I the knowledge. Know. I really know them. None of, who works? Tell me who okay, works. Okay, calm down for a second. We're okay, going to take sorry. a quick break and come right back. Okay, coming back to no one works in the bastard, but me thinking that Pilot Pete is going to fly <laughs> planes. But you even said you're like, well, they have to work. Like, you, can, nobody works. They, they have- Ari works. Okay, what, you're naming one out of like hundreds. Jordan like- um, and JoJo work. They, but they, yes. Okay. They, but they're they created something out of like their like the the fame the that they got out of the show. The biggest disappointment, aside from Tyler C, to me has been John Paul Jones, who <laughs> moved to LA, <laughs> to who become had an a job, and and I was so like, oh, it's so cute that he has a job, which is so fucked up. But that's what I thought. And then he moved to LA, and all he posts are like these like headshots that he got or something. Yeah, and he's trying to be an actor and yeah, go on luck. auditions. And no, babe, I don't know. You know what? These people need to sometimes quit while they're ahead because he got so much love from Bachelor Nation and and a lot more airtime than he should have on Hannah's season. Because remember, like we didn't get it. Like, why is he getting airtime when, like, obviously he's not her love interest. Obviously, this is bullshit. But he's has such a character. He's so funny. Yeah. But he's trying to be an actor now, which like, Just yeah. Just start a podcast, JPJ. Don't, you know, let go. <laughs> Hollywood isn't calling your name. Um, anyway, going back to this season, I don't know how Peter's going to leave with love because they all seem like they just want Instagram followers, which they're going to get anyway. Like we said, these girls are climbing and climbing, climbing up the, the numbers and... What else? Oh, last week's episode, we had the drama with Victoria, the brunette, which, uh, you know, she dated Chase Rice. She didn't date him. Chase Rice was very clear. He said he had sex with her. And he said he, like, saw her and Peter and he, like, could barely even recognize her. Did you see? He's like, I... Victoria F. is a Victoria brunette. F., yeah. But he said he didn't even recognize her, that they had sex once and that was it. And even he said, in, Rice says his relationship with with Fuller was brief. We spent a night together, which is a nice way to say. We, yeah, we had sex. Yeah. And my ex-boyfriend. When you scroll down that article, he mm-hmm. says, like, when she walked out, like, he knew she kind of looked familiar, but he didn't <laughs> even remember her. But you know what Chase Rice is now getting? Mad. Fame up the wazoo. Yeah. He even put a story up that he, like... I don't know, sold out like a million albums or something. Shut up. Yeah. And he pretended to be like upset that he was duped, like that the producers didn't tell him what he was coming for. But like, don't pretend Chase Rice. Yeah. Even though he's kind of cute. No, he's cute. But you can tell even in their conversation where Victoria is like, this is so awkward. Like, what do I do? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For like, you? I remember when I saw them on the side, I was like, they don't, because then she was like, okay, bye. And she just like walked away and there was no like hug or anything like that. I remember no, thinking it was weird. They could literally, they don't even know each other. So that's what I'm saying. That I don't blame her. I don't think, I don't, let's like try to not blame her for a second and blame like production. You know what I mean? Like, But she they, was like my ex-boyfriend. Oh my God. Like she made a whole thing of it. I dated him. That's why I broke up with him because he was like, you never dated him. You had a night. Oh, that's even lamer. And then Peter's like so upset by it. He's like, we made out like in front of your ex. Like that never (laughs) happens. Like that's, and it's just like, and the story is that she slid into his DMs. Like that's how they even hooked up. Yeah. Which is kind of like, okay, so you're thirsty from before. She's thirsty AF. And then didn't you see the... When they, she thought they were going skydiving and she was like so scared. 
But she like had been skydiving for didn't fun. Didn't you see is Arielle's way to say, I saw this in your stories, no, Amanda. I said, didn't I not say, didn't you? Oh, like I meant like you posted it. <laughs> yeah. So she's kind of full of shit. She's full of shit. Like so full of shit. And she's like, which is like really impressive because like that's really great acting. Like I, I know, believe I can't her. get over acting and we'll move with this into uh, Vanderpump Rules, which I know you haven't caught up on yet, but yeah. obviously it's my baby, so I am all caught up. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio. So, listen, I have a lot of things to say about this new season. A, uh, there are moments when I, you know, miss uh, old seasons and there are moments when I say... Yay, they're bringing it back. There are moments when it feels a little bit more produced, a little bit more contrived than older seasons. You know, it's not like it used to be. They're all in full makeup and eyelashes. And it didn't, like, old Vanderpump, what was so beautiful about it was that it was, like, raw and real. And they were literally (laughs) waitressing. And they were literally, like, you know, stuffing their bras. And they were literally, like living in shitty apartments and now they're grown up and now they have hair and makeup for every episode even if they're like sitting at home and chilling so it's a different vibe you know what I mean yeah 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 and they're rich now so that's also a different vibe yeah um but the drama seems a little bit contrived even though you know I talk to a lot of Vanderpump people and I know from the inside that like it's legit it's- so on one hand sometimes I feel like it's contrived on the other hand like I tell you like I don't. I'm. I'm a. I'm a loyal ass bitch. So I'm not gonna out everything that I'm that I'm told because I'm told it in confidence. But it's real. They're still very upset about things that go down on the show. They tell me about it, and I'm like, okay, wow, this isn't. It's not for like jokes. Made up. Yeah, it's, they're very into it, and and there's a reason why they're in reality TV because they can be as passionate about what happened when they were filming six months ago. And uh, speaking about Oscar winning, I was telling you that you know we found out. I didn't know there was a thing called like a pickup shot, which Ariana made me aware of. You could see this um, on one of the episodes where Ariana was talking to Lisa and she had short hair and then long hair. Yeah. And uh, some people noticed it. And then she said it was a pickup shot, which means that they didn't have enough footage for that conversation. So they had to go back and film, meaning it's not like a natural conversation. You're going back and filming. You're wearing the same thing for continuity. Like No, but if they did their jobs right, wouldn't they also like look at the hair Ariana had that day? But and maybe try she to didn't make- want to cut it. She probably didn't want to cut it for the shot. So they like thought that by putting it back, oh, it would nobody. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it yeah, is, yeah, yeah. it is problematic. Um, continuity wise, like obviously in movies, that's what they do. You know what I mean? They yeah. have to do that kind of shit. But with this specifically, I guess it happened. Six months. I mean, they filmed the pickup shot for Ariana scene six months later, and it was they very did? yeah, and oh. it was a very raw. They do those shots like when the show is being edited. You know what I mean? I see. I because see. then they realize, wait, we don't have enough for this conversation, and then it makes it feel less real because the conversation between Lisa and Ariana was like about Ariana's like depression, and it was and, six months ago, and you know. It was so real and it felt like really like she was opening up and then you're like, wait. And then she had to go back, know what she said, expand on it, shoot it from a few angles. So all of a sudden I'm like, shit, like are they Oscar fucking winning actors? They really are. That's what they are. But I feel like if I was asked to get back into a conversation with you about yeah. something like that's real to me, you'd be able to. You can't. You may be able to like really yeah, say how you that's feel. That's why Ariana said like. So the second pickup shot I was made aware of is you know uh, for all of you watching the Stasi and Sandoval. I'm gonna call it book signing gate. So basically, I'll tell Ariel because she hasn't watched, and then you can you know express your opinion in real time. Tell me what you think. Basically, Stasi was doing a book signing. She wanted to do it at TomTom. She told Schwartz, and apparently even Lisa knew about it, and it was like, you know, okay by them, and even they show a clip of Sandoval, uh, Schwartz selling Sandoval, and Sandoval saying, oh, okay, cool, it's 50, 60 people, okay, cool. Um, and then the night before the event, apparently, Sandoval started freaking out because, like, maybe there he says there weren't, like, enough bartenders or something like that. He texted Stasi, you know, something really mean, like, 
you know, you can't just, you know, uh, spring this event on us like this and like, fuck you. And I'm going to, you know, kick you the fuck out of Tom Tom if you show up to something really aggressive, really uncalled for. Now, when she gets that text message out of nowhere, you see the scene and she's like, Bo, come here right now. Oh my God, you know, Sandoval texted me this. And she reads it to him and he's like, what a dick. And like, blah, blah, blah. And then Ariana told me it's a pickup shot. Basically, Stasi had to reenact her rage over the text. Why? I don't know, because maybe... Oh, I'll tell you why. There's some situations, pickup shots are like I told you, you don't have enough footage. Yeah. Some are, we didn't get on camera when Stasi read, read the text, and it's important for the storyline. You understand? Yeah. So it's not... So reality isn't all made up, but you have to fill in Did the Did you believe sometimes. them? Like, was it believable? So, Oscar winning. Oscar winning? Like, Bo even? Like, Bo was Bo like... Is, Bo is an actor. Bo is in commercials. Bo's no, a casting. He's even yeah. the best. He's so good. But anyway, so, you know, this drama kind of unfolded throughout even more than one episode. And it just seemed a little bit like... Was the book signing at the Tom so, Tom? And so the book signing was a Tom Tom, and then the, and then Tom Sandoval showed up, and then there was screaming, and Stassi screamed at Sandoval and said that he's a, a you know a, 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 basically can't be happy for his success, and he needs to be the one that's shining. And Katie said to him that he's jealous and all the shit. Um, and he his thing is like no, like you just said it only to Schwartz, and I didn't know. And Schwartz doesn't know anything about the restaurant. He doesn't even know how to <laughs> sign into the computer. Computer. No, I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Threw him under the so bus. So what is Shorts doing? And Shorts? Yeah. We're going back to use calling him <laughs> pants. Um, so then, so basically, you remember from watching all the other seasons, like Schwartz and Sandoval usually like love each other, yeah. are there for each other through fire and water. Yeah. Here was like, he was throwing him under the bus and then Schwartz was basically being like, Sandoval's being a dick. Like, why would he react like that? Like, everything's okay. He knew about it. Like, yeah. So basically it is kind of confusing why Sandoval would get so upset about it when everything was okay. Obviously, he knew about it. Obviously, Schwartz knew about it. Obviously, Schwartz is not organizing the event. They have people doing it. Yeah. So it's like, why do you get so upset? Why did he send that show. text? So that's why, is the whole thing made up? But then I told you, the cast involves me and sends me messages about these things, and they're so angry about it, and they're still thinking about it, and they send me their <laughs> points. So then I'm like, wait, it's not made up. It's for real, you know? No, I, I, I don't even know what to believe. I don't, I have no idea. The fact that you can do a pickup shot... Wait, can we talk about Stasi starting to follow me on Instagram the day I talked shit about her? No, I can't. Tell me a time. What? <laughs> that was like... Arielle like was so mad at me. She's like, why do you have to talk shit? And I was like... No, I was actually really mad. But then like maybe she appreciates it, you know? So I never thought but- Stasi would follow me. A lot of the cast does. But I never thought she did because A, she follows 666 people. And to follow someone, she has to unfollow someone. Be like... She has this aura of like Queen Bee, like you know, too good for anything. So you know, I'm I'm just humble little me, and I and I don't expect is I don't expect anything. And no, I'm, that was definitely a good day, and, and it's a good follow. It's like, a good follow, and because she had to unfollow someone, like who got unfollowed for her to follow me? And then the day one of the episodes comes out, and she actually. As you guys probably noticed, this whole season she talked about ranch probably 3,572 times. I was like, we got it, ranch, you're a basic bitch. Ah." And then then (laughs) all of a sudden I go into my notifications and I see her name and I'm like, wait, what? Like, go in. See, she's following me. Immediately, because I'm a pussy, you guys. I never said I wasn't. I'm like, shit, I talked shit. Go back, see my story. I and was see legit. her little face on the bottom. Because if you follow someone, I'll, I'll like, obviously, I can't scroll through all the people watching my story, but I just saw her face on the bottom. And I was like, she saw it. Oh my God. And then I go into her profile. I'm like, she's still following. And she had six, six, seven at that point. I'm like, wait, she's going to have to decide if Tom follows someone for me because she's into like Satan. So she has to yeah. have six, six, six. So I kept looking. Yeah, guys, I'm a freak. And then I'm like, she removed someone and it wasn't me. No, I was legit telling mom 
<laughs> that I was so mad at you. I was like, why does she have to talk shit? Stassi's great. No, but Stassi's great. Like I was like, and I was so mad at you. You think I'm jealous of her, which I am. And I've said it before and I've admitted it. No, I, I know that. Well, it's good that you have self-awareness. Babe, that's my number one quality. I know, I know. But I was just like, Stassi's like, you know, like that's, that's amazing. You know, like Stasi is the one that's hustling. And I know you hate when I say I this. I hate when you say that. But she's hustling the most out of all of them. And she she's is. making shit happen. You she can't is. say she's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, but you know, I've explained this to you about, some time, uh, about this a lot of times. Like when you're really successful, that's when you attract a lot of like negativity. Of and, course. And I, I obviously when I hate on people, it's not in a malicious way if I've hate. Right. And I think every time I spoke about her, you know, the basic bitch thing, she obviously doesn't give a shit. That's her brand. She's pushing it. Like, I'm allowed to say it, whatever. But I think that uh, I've always said that, you know, you get triggered by things because you would want that too, or you are jealous, or you... So obviously, um, except where... Oh, I think when Ariana was on my podcast, I was talking about Tyler C because I can't stop. And then she's (laughs) like, and then I was telling Ariana, I was like, listen, usually when I don't like people, I try to think of why and I try to think if I have like an issue with them. So when Ariana was on and I was talking shit about Tyler C, I told her usually when I don't like people, I try to figure out why, like, do I want to be them? Am I jealous? Do they bring out something, you know, whatever, trigger something in me? And she was like, yeah, I was going to ask like, do you want to be Tyler C? And I thought that was funny. So with Stassi, I think that A, I think she triggers people sometimes because the basic bitch thing is a little bit over the top, you know what I mean? It's very like sparkly and and ranch, you know. Yeah. Um, and also that she's doing so well. And like I, you know, I told you about BravoCon when uh the the host asked, who's the most famous ever screaming sassy? It doesn't bring out like, oh, I'm so happy for her. It's kind of like, oh, like there are other people, you know? But it's true. Yeah. Who the, is more more famous so than even Stassi? Katie said in in reference to the fight, uh, this like book signing fight, she was like, if you saw at BravoCon when the host asked uh, that question, uh, Sandoval was the only one who didn't say Stassi. What did Sandoval say? So I asked her and she was like, I think he just like brushed it off and said, you know, someone else. That's so funny that they even noticed that. (laughs) And it's so funny that she like remembers. She's like, when the host asked at Bravo, that's what I'm telling you. That's why they're on reality TV. Because they legit remember every single little thing. Oh my God. This is why this is my, you know, show. Because I'm, A, I'm in it. Like I'm about to get on it. Like as the mediator. (laughs) I'm like ready. Like legit, like I'm in it to win it. And, and I, I, and I actually couldn't make my mind up about the book signing event I kept on going back and forth I from the beginning I said it's not Stassi's fault she let someone know it doesn't matter who it doesn't matter and if anything it may be Schwartz's fault if he didn't communicate to Sandoval but at the end of the day they did show a clip that Schwartz said to Sandoval and Sandoval was like oh cool 50 to 60 people so whoever's fault it is it's definitely not Stassi's for throwing an event there and bringing paying customers you know but we also don't know like not if this was all for the show, but like, I'm sure that Tom Tom would love to have Stasi and her book signing there and it's yeah. all fine. Well, she did. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So the drama, like, I think Sandoval drunk texted her probably at 4 a.m. and he didn't want to cave and say like, you know, and, and it, she probably triggers him. That's, you know, I, I said this, I think, to Ariana. He doesn't like her. You know, yeah. and she even said it. Sorry, Stasi also said it on the show. She was like, Sandoval never liked me. And they showed clips back from like f- season he one. never did. When it was, you know, that he was like, fuck you, Stasi. And like, she always triggered him. He probably never really liked her and he still doesn't. So he's not happy for his success and probably it came out. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely not her fault. She didn't deserve that kind of message. She did nothing. She was trying to celebrate there. So that's my final thought on, you know, book eight. Um, and we'll come right back and we'll move on to other stuff. Before we get to two superstars and their new documentaries, I just wanted to say, um, did you see the video I put up of Halsey like cursing out G-Eazy at her concert? Wait, what's happening in Hollywood? What a fucking boss lady. <laughs> like, also kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> but also kind of still like really heated about whatever the fuck he did. I mean, he must have done something. No, he cheated. Like- he cheated galore. But like, 
to get the entire crowd to chant with you. <laughs> so basically, uh, Halsey had a show. Some fan yelled G-Eazy and she's like, what'd you say, motherfucker? And like, she was trying to say look that for again. that. again. Where are you? Like, come forward. Like, don't say his name here and disrespect me in my show. And then the whole crowd, she's like, fuck that guy. And then the whole crowd is like, fuck, fuck G-Eazy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. And then I don't know if I put up this part. It was at the end. She was like, okay, now I'm going to go sing, you know, the number two song of the fucking decade. Which song was that? Do you know? I think it was Closer. Okay. I'm assuming. Which like was my fucking jam. Oh my God. Like only to so sing So I think I've song. said this before when we talked about Halsey. Arielle and I ended up at a Halsey concert by accident a couple years ago um, at Madison Square Garden. A couple of years ago. Not that long ago. It was legit. Well, she still had a Madison Square Garden show. Yes. So she but- wasn't like that small. <laughs> But I never heard of her. No, we never heard of her. Never heard of we her. We got tickets. She was never on the radio at that point. She didn't have like yeah, was, number one singles. No, she didn't have singles out. It was more like these undergroundy songs that we actually really liked. Remember, we downloaded them all. I'm obsessed with all her old songs. Like as soon as we found out we were going, don't you remember we listened and we yeah, fell in love? Yeah, and that's when the first time when we were like, wait, it's kind of nice to go to concerts that you don't know the artist because you're like, oh, like I can dig, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But it's really, I still don't understand how she was at Madison Square Garden at that point right. because it wasn't like really a lot of people knew who she was. Maybe she had a lot of like underground fo- like, like yeah, fans. from maybe she was on YouTube. I don't actually know her story. But that show was one of the best that we've been to. I know. And we've been yeah. to Justin Timberlake at the, we, we were, we've been to at Madison Square Garden at the suite. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> um, even Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber. And we were kind of disappointed. And then both Drake, we were kind of disappointed. Like a lot of them, because it's so different when you go to see an artist that you know all their songs, you want to sing along, you want to dance. And then you're like, wait, I could have heard this shit on the radio and bopped at my house you know, if this is what it's going to be. Especially when they're not putting on, like, the performance of a lifetime. Oh, like This is such a good segue. Two. Two. <laughs> what oh is that? Ow. No, I, I know your segue, and I got really excited about it. Because it's, like, natural? It's so natural. Because Justin Bieber, we saw him on the Purpose Tour, and he looked so off to us. He wasn't dancing. He wasn't whatever. And, you know, flash forward to his uh, new YouTube documentary, uh, seasons uh, or show, whatever you would call it, where he talks about having to stop the show because he wasn't in a good place. He never tells us really why, like what was going on. Yeah. But you can obviously see that the guy has been suffering for the past years and now he's still struggling. But I, it looks like, you know, with Angel Baby Haley, he's trying to pull out of it. But like obviously he has a lot of issues. He has mental health issues. I'm sure depression, anxiety, and also he came out lately that he has Lyme disease and I'm sure there's some drug addiction. Well, he also talked about the fact that he was like fucked up all the, like, and also his managers and Scooter Braun and, and all those people do say like there was a time where they were concerned that Justin wouldn't wake up in the morning. So obviously we're talking about, drugs. you know, drugs here. Yeah. Um, they don't tell us which exactly, but <sighs> anyway, what'd you think of seasons? It was Really interesting because it's Justin Bieber and Haley, and she's obviously an angel baby, but it was not that interesting at the same time. Like, I felt like, you know, it it was nice to see him and in the studio, but you also, like, that's all they showed. Like, we didn't really get an inside look into Justin Bieber. They showed him making his new album, which he's about to promote. It was kind of superficial. It was kind of touching the surface. It was just touching the surface. And it makes sense that it would come out now. Because his album hasn't come out yet, but it's going to very soon. So it's promoting the album because he's recording all these songs that are going to be on the album. So it's like you only saw a little bit of what he was going through. Yeah, the first episode they showed where he used to live. And that was crazy to think that like he could go from there to what he is today and to see like, you know, how becoming such a huge pop star overnight when you're 15 can just like fuck you up for life. But I mean, I just didn't, I didn't like feel so connected at the end of it. I think it's doing him a disservice that Taylor's came out at the same time. Legit a week later and Taylor's was like so different. (laughs) Because I think with Taylor's like, 
on Netflix. It's like an hour and a half. So you get to really get into it with Justin's. It's literally 10 minutes each episode of like seven minutes of them being him in the studio, like singing to like a song. And they really try to make it sound like he's really involved in the process, like in the interviews, like Justin will like think of things and tell me and I'll like write it or, you know, and then the, you know, his, his writer is like, okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to love you. And then Justin Bieber is like, how about we say, I'm going to love you. And then like, it's cooler. <laughs> and then his, his, his songwriter is like, oh my God, that's a vibe. Like, I'm going to love you. And Justin Bieber is like. I'm gonna love you. And then they just show us that it was gonna, but then he changed it to gun, like G-O-N. Yeah, and his uh, Pooh Bear, who writes all his songs (laughs) for him, Pooh Bear is so good, but when he writes all his songs for him, he also sings them. So Justin, like, knows how to sing them afterwards. Right. And so, like, he's got a good, he has a good voice, and he can dance, and he has a good team. But then when you see Taylor's, and you're like, no, this girl, like, writes her songs. she's a musician, Justin. I uh, I don't know. Yeah. So and Taylor the same. They're they're both in the same category. But what's re- what's what's really cute about both of them and what I admire is that they both wanted to do this since they were babies. Yeah. Like Justin was on the steps in like Canada, right? And, True. You know, singing, and he was a very talented little boy. Like, yes, he, he didn't was. just get discovered for nothing. But in comparison to Taylor, who you know they showed in her documentary, uh, her getting a guitar when she was like literally six or something, and her at 13 being so articulate about what she wants to do, where she wants to be. You know, her family moved to Nashville to to for her to develop in country music. She did develop in country music. So yeah. she also had such a specific niche. Like she wanted to be a country artist. She d- didn't just want to be like famous. You know, she wanted to be in country. Yeah. And I'm getting goosebumps. I don't, remember when you we were watching yeah, and I told you, were you getting like, I'm so, so emotional. emotional and like I'm not you know, my love for, like, I love Taylor Swift, but I'm not like a Swiftie where everything she'd she do, I, I, I love. And the, the documentary really, really moved me because seeing someone know what they want, get it, you know, in, you know, she deserves it, in stride and rightfully so, um, and being just like a smart young lady, you know? And very, like, it seems like very mentally stable at the same time. That's what I less connect to. <laughs> I know that's what you less connect to, but I'm just saying to remain that is, like, it's really crazy. hard. That's what I think is a little maybe unrelatable because, like, with Justin, you, you're you like, oh, poor baby's, like, in the hyper, you know, oxygen chamber, and, and you could so understand that, everything he went through would bring him to where he is. And with Taylor, it's like, whoa, like, you kept your shit together, girl. Like, how? Like, you know. But think uh, about, like, there's different personalities. And the one I can think of is, like, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears kind of had the same thing. And he's pretty sane. And she's really not. Good example. So, like, there are different people that just, like, have different, like, mental states and can deal with things. Yeah, you know, can cope she definitely with things. had a lot to say, and there were parts that were very emotional and yeah. things that she went through, and that you yeah. feel for her. But I've oh, I felt throughout the whole thing like she has her shit together. Yeah, you know, like she's strong, dude. When they showed the Kanye West thing, oh my god, like it was two thousand. You cried. I you cried. cried. <laughs> you cried. You I did. You cried because I think in two thousand nine I was in college if not studying abroad so I don't think I was like living it like I would have today if it happened and watching that moment and she's 17 she's not 25 she's not she's she's a little girl watching that moment and they showed the before like she was so excited to you know be there and 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 be recognized and watching that moment and her being like oh my god you guys and saying this and then Kanye fucking West who she probably admires comes up and is like this should have gone to Beyonce and getting off the stage and then she's left there with the microphone my heart would like I felt so bad like and I don't think then you know when it came out people it was very sensational so people thought about how crazy it was but like how she might have felt, right? Because in 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 her, uh, you know, documentary, you're 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 through her point of view. So at that moment, I was just like, I felt like I was her. I was like, oh my god, like how would you have felt? And then they they showed her interviews after, and she was like, uh, she they was were so like, cute what do you think about, about it? Her, you know, Kanye West? And she was like, 
um, I, I don't like, really know him. Yeah, but. and they were like, were you a fan? And she was like, I was, yeah. And it was just like so, and then thinking about, you know, him putting her in his songs and I made that bitch famous. And, like, no, you didn't. That and, bitch earned it. And me and very- Taylor, like, and then thinking about him saying that, him thinking that him doing that at the VMAs made her famous when she fucking won that VMA in her she own won right. It. Yeah. It's like crazy and makes you kind of hate Kanye. Yeah. No. And I also just think like that the, it's and very. And then he put her in the video that he's like fucking her, you know, body or whatever. And the fact that Kim, you know, was also kind of involved in, in yeah. it. And, and they released that video where he's supposedly telling her about that song. But then she retaliated and said, where in that, you know, recording of him telling me, did he say, I'm going to call you a bitch, you know, and, and you know, have sex with you or whatever. They put like that yeah. doll, that, that doll of her in the video. It was a very, but the, her, the, her whole thing, you know, it's, it's really good. I think, um, you know, it's hard to understand a person who goes through that much and, and is so stable, but also that, you know, Ariel is telling me she's so relatable, but the only thing maybe that isn't is that she's on private jets like all the time. But didn't you feel that? Like she's very, I feel like she's very grounded. Nothing is so like, she doesn't look glamorous. She does. She looks yeah. like a normal person. She yeah. speaks like a normal person. Her nails are normal. Her mom is she the cutest. She does her own nails. She like, does her own nails. She does her own nails because she can't like go out really. So when and she's really hard on herself, which that was maybe a little bit. She made it a very big point to discuss in the documentary that all she wanted her whole her whole life was the applause and the um, people, um, you know, affirming her and and loving her. And that she's her. like a good girl. She's doing yeah. well. She's everything's good. Like she's so. and I don't think. And and at the end of the day, she was saying like, like I don't think there was some sort of like conclusion to that. Like I think that that's part of her and it'll continue to be. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think it fucked her up. I don't think it led her to failures. Like, she very much tried to paint this thing of like, you know, she was trying to say that because she put so much pressure on that, like getting admiration and getting the love and getting the support that when, you know, there's a bad article written about you or people don't like you or don't like your music, then you take it very hard because that's all you want. Yeah. So I get it, but I don't like feel so bad about it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like... That makes sense. But when she was talking about like the haters that she gets, because we know the Swifties, right? We know that army. We know she's loved. But to see the hate and how that can hurt is a lot. But you know what else like amazed me? Because again, it's like so much news goes on. You know, I wasn't always like covering celeb gossip like to the extent I am today. And with her sexual assault um, thing, she fucking queened that shit. She queened that. Like, and people, I think, were hating on her for that. But what they didn't realize is that she she got sued. She yeah. was sued yeah. and she countered for a dollar. Which makes her a fucking queen. A freaking queen. Like she, first of all, she should, like this guy, this uh, DJ, whoever the, the dude was, um, uh, in a picture where you can see it was like grabbing her ass and he put her his hand up her but pants. But she wasn't going to do anything about it. Which is... Like she should have, you know she what I mean? She should have, but she wasn't. And then he sued her for defamation because like he got fired because of it because like someone from her team told like the radio uh, station that he worked at. So he sued her for defamation for like a million dollars. And she was like, what motherfucker? And countersued him for a dollar for the sexual assault. And what she said was also chilling is like she had seven eyewitnesses and a fucking photo. And it was still hard at the end of the day to get people to believe her and to side with her. And she was like, think about those people who don't have that who just have to say he raped me he assaulted yeah, me or whatever yeah. and that was really moving and what she did and the fact that she did it for a dollar and she didn't try to make any money of it like she does come out great she comes out on top and with the political stuff that she was talking about as well she was so emotional about it talking to her dad just begging to be able to like speak her mind and like the consequences that that would have but she still wanted to do it anyway I don't know like I I finished it and I watched half of it again with you like I, I'm a Swifty I might be a Swifty and seeing her like write her songs and like how each no, thing is very so, it's like 
lover, like, okay, <laughs> just like come up with that in a minute. Why don't you? She does everything as opposed to Justin Bieber. She writes, she, she, you she know, comes up with the melody. I remember she, my husband was here when I was watching it and he's like, wait, does she like play any instruments? I was like, every um, instrument. Yeah, she fucking does. So she's really amazing. And it's her real, mom is so cute. I know. I feel so bad that her mom is sick. She's like, yeah, her mom is so cute. And when she talked about her eating disorder, um and like how she was so tiny and like she was like that wasn't the way my body was supposed to be and I feel like like it was very like you can connect to that because like we see all these like unrealistic we always wonder like oh maybe it's like genetic is it supposed to be that way they're eating the models are eating pizzas and burgers though because we did think that about Taylor we did no one ever thought Taylor might have a problem you thought Taylor is this lanky, tall, really skinny girl. That's the way she is. Look how she filled out and she looks freaking amazing. But look how much more normal her body looks today. No, and then they showed footage back of award shows. You know, remember that award show when she would look like Anna Wintour? Yeah. It's like, wait, she was skeleton. Yeah. And we didn't think of it. Like we were like, oh, her hair looks like Anna Wintour. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. it just looked normal to what she was. And I really like that she, you know, said she she she's supposed to be like she's a size six now and she is not gonna be a double zero and she's not supposed to be a double zero. And it's important for everyone to know yeah. that probably the people that we see that are very, very skinny, a large, large, large percentage of them aren't naturally that way. Yeah. And have to work very hard at it. Yeah. Sometimes unhealthily yeah. to get there. Yeah. Um so, you know, don't curse out your parents for their genes and, you know, know that being healthy. She said, I rather people call me fat than, than, looks, than sick. look sick. That was, yeah, that was a really like, that was a really good line because like, it, it's so true. It's like people want to look so skinny all the time. And she's saying, I rather people call me fat than to look sick. And she really did look sick. Yeah. Well, anyway, go watch both. Do you think there are going to be more episodes of seasons? No, that's it. What? That, that no, was his documentary. What do you mean? No, you're lying. No, that was the his last doc- one is Haley. Yeah. No, you're lying. No, that's it. Okay, so it's bad. Sorry, guys. I thought there was more. <laughs> no, that's it. No, it was lying. basically just to promote his new album that's Why coming out. Why do you out. think that's it? Because that's it. No. No, that was it. That was no. seasons. Are you... Okay. This is the one time Wait, that you say no and there? I'm right. Wait, how many seasons are there in a year? Four? So there were four episodes? That would make sense. Okay. Four what? episodes. <laughs> you're confused now. Ariel's like, how many seasons? Don't ask me. No, that that was the. It was what? released at once. the 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 documentary was released at once. Oh, it was episode really? one, two, three, four, and they were eight minutes each. And literally, like so you what said, they fucking show seven us out of then? the eight minutes is him in the studio saying, "Yummy, yummy, yummy, La yummy, bonita, yummy, get up at the pasa." What? <laughs> what is that? And then There's you're like, he spin. writes his own song. And Ariel's like, um, "Probs not." <laughs> um, obviously, with Justin, it's like we wish him well and are glad. He's going to bet, you know, if he can perform the way he used to, then he's golden. You know what I mean? Yeah. He is really cute. Nobody, I mean, like, there are just some things that you see that when you compare Miss Americana to seasons. Yeah. Can we talk for a second about Stormy Me? Jealous. Stop. That's it. We're done. Well, you know that I'm like been hating on Kylie lately. Can't. Galore, like it's almost like an like I don't follow if this wasn't like my craft. I don't follow her. Shut Did you up. know that? I don't. I just go into her page like once in a while, but I don't. Mm. I don't follow her. And you know what's most upsetting about Stormy World? Stormy. She came out with a palette or whatever she calls it for Stormy. That she's using her daughter but she for had, fucking money. She, she had a f- huge fucking bash for it last week. For this Stormy collection. And then it's Stormy's birthday. And that that bash was like just as big as like Stormy's birthday bash. And it was all about Stormy. And I'm just like thinking, I'm like, how is this child going to grow up when like, like, what is this? What is no, this? This is your like, second but birthday? No, but also like... If you're going to be lavish, then at least be original Kylie because you did that stupid ass circus, like stormy blow up doll where you walk in through her mouth already. When? Last, last birthday? Year. Last yeah. birthday? I don't even remember. I can't even keep did up. Did that blow up doll with the mouth open look new to you? It no, it didn't. Already. I know it happened already. It's so at least be original Kylie. I'm so over her, Ariel. We need a new word for over. Like, I don't even know what to tell you. I'm so fucking over it. 
I think it's literally disgusting. Yeah, I don't know. I have no comment Stunning. on it. I have no comment. Like um, her BFF and uh, Scott Disick's uh, GF Sophia Richie put up an ad this week that I died from and and had to post about it. You know, she was just the worst influencer I've ever seen. She shouldn't be an influencer. Let me just tell you guys a quick recap is, you know, let's say the product is called straws. So she t- she's like, oh my God, you guys, I want to tell you about a new product that I'm obsessed with. It's called looks at packaging because forgets name straws oh my god you guys packaging is so cute i'm literally obsessed packaging is legit just like white with black dots um (laughs) i'm legit obsessed with straws like obsessed opens package for the first time because has never used said product um (laughs) reads off the box what flavors they have because it's like these bars then proceeds to hold a normal sized bar and say how perfectly sized it is to put in your purse or put in your glove compartment. Like it's a bar, <laughs> like what you want it to be, the size of like the whole car. Okay. Then she proceeds to read off the flavors from the thing, like cocoa chai. Oh my God, I love cocoa. Um, then she takes a bite. Oh my God, that bite was the most horrendous thing I've ever like seen in my life. Like she takes this like, like your, like let's say you have, she takes a bite as if she has red lipstick and she's trying not to get it on it. And she's trying to like, just use like the tip of the tooth. And then there's this like a tiny little bite. And then she looks in, in the camera and is like, it tastes healthy. And I'm like, who oh. says it tastes healthy? Like, that's a bad thing. Like, let it be healthy, but taste like the worst thing for you in the world. If you want to like say it's good. I wonder if they've, you know, reversed her check. Literally. Like, I don't think you should get paid if you're going to do such a bad job at like advertising a product to the point where like it literally looks like you don't give a shit what you're saying. <laughs> you just like have the product in the frame I'm and obsessed. that's all that. No, I can't. Who says that? <laughs> like I legit can't. No, I legit couldn't, you guys. Um, in quick other news, uh Channing, Tatum, and Jesse J are back together. They kind of like blasted that shit. Like, hey, we're back together. Uh, here's this, here's yeah. us. Like very kind of weird. Like who, you know, why are you so public about it? You know? Yeah. From the Bachelor world, uh, grocery store Joe and Kendall Long uh, broke up. And you said probably because she just didn't want to get married and have kids. But That's they blamed, and blamed it on him by wanting to be in Chicago and her in L.A. But then my but followers, he moved. That's the thing. And then people told me that ever since Dancing with, Dancing with the Stars, he's been in L.A. He's and, been in L.A. They got a house together. And they together. got a house and like a dog. Yeah, they got a house together. Mm-hmm. They moved into a so house. So that's what I'm t- saying. I think my gut feeling is that he's a little older and you could tell that he's like a family guy. He's like a Midwestern family guy. Yeah. She's, so a, she's young from California. Yeah. And, you know, the same way. Oh, my God. A few weeks ago when Colton, when Cassie put up a thing. Colton's moving into his new house. <laughs> Flash forward 15 years, you know, in 15 years, you'll see them. Why don't ma- they want to live together? What's happening? They don't want to live together? Well, she's still in, I don't fucking know. I don't know either. I don't know. But yeah, so Joe moved into Los Angeles and into a house. So it really doesn't make sense that like, they haven't even been in that house for like six months. So it doesn't make sense that he would like be like, I want to go back to Chicago. Like they just moved in together. Can Joe date like Kendall or something? I feel like he needs like just like a, I don't know. I really want to see him like. He's so cute. He is so cute. I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm buying what she's selling. Well, they came I'm up quirky. with that. She is quirky. Yeah. <laughs> The taxidermy thing she said in the interview, she like taxidermied once or something. She's not actually like a taxidermy freak. No, I've never seen it since. Yeah. 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 But she just had to make herself like stand out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you guys, thank you for tuning in. No, we really need to give like, we need to talk about Kobe Bryant. Okay. I just like need to like. I know. I wrote it in my thing and like. Yeah. I just wanted to say that, like, it was, like, a really sad thing that happened. And, like, ever since it happened, 
like I had such a hard time not thinking crying? about it. it. Makes me emotional. Yeah, that so many families, not even just Kobe Bryant, but his daughter and the other family that was on board, and then the other the the coach that was on board, and there were two thirteen year olds on board, and it's just like sending all the positive vibes to those families and just like hoping that they can get through this rough time and um just like keeping them in my prayers really so cute it's it was literally one of those things where when the news popped up for me I was like (gasps) you know and it's one of those things where my husband was like what what happened and I was like you know Kobe Bryant and and I don't even you know watch basketball or know that much about him but for some reason that news like hit hit me so hard and um you know uh, we're both like we don't like flying so much so you know reading about you know what went down and how it happened and um everything at least trying to understand why something so unnecessary and so tragic would happen um you know because so many times in life you like to be like oh god has a reason for everything you know even if you're not that religious or say like everything happens for a reason and you're like wait except like awful fucking shit that happens to like innocent people that that you know, and, and, and children. So, um, it's just really awful. It's really awful. And it's something that doesn't, is really, like you said, like unnecessary and it didn't need to happen. Um, and it's just, you know, the only thing you you never know is like, try to live really. I know. I mean, I'm, I so don't adhere to that though. You know, I so don't put things in perspective and I so can complain about small things and I so do the same thing every day and like I don't do that but if you can you do <laughs> no, <laughs> also, I know, like, but love I love everyone around you and and you know be grateful for every day and bad shit happens bad shit happens and it's just it was so crazy to me to think of and see like just 11 p.m the night before he was posted a picture and like tweeted and like was in completely good condition and it was healthy. So I just think like to be thankful for your every day and to like tell the people around you, you love them and just to, um, you know, really try, even though like it's hard to adhere to that, just like really try to keep that in mind because life is very actually fragile. It is really fragile. Yeah. Life is crazy. Our sister just broke her foot like in her house in like 17 places and like needed surgery and needs to like lay for three months. And it's, it's so random. Yeah. And at the same time, like I know it sucks for her, but I try to just be like, listen, like you broke your foot and it's awful and it sucks, but you know, at least you're okay and everyone's okay. Um, yeah. Like you, you know, you can always say it could be worse, but like. It could be worse. It could be and worse. And RIP Kobe Bryant and everyone that was on, you know, that helicopter. And I hope that, you know, nothing like this happens again. And that, you know, a helicopter, um, the FAA for helicopters, like the pilots, you know, learn from it and make sure it doesn't happen again. And, and, uh, uh, okay, guys, thanks for listening. And I love you. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. We are, you know, doing so well, climbing up those numbers. If you haven't, then please do. Thank you to the Podglomerate for uh, being my network, my home for producing and editing my show. Thanks to Sister for coming on. We missed you. And I'll see you guys next Tuesday. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.